I'm Lola Turner, and this is Business Talk Library, the place where business makes sense. Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of Business Talk Library, and you are tuned into the Business Talk Library podcast. And I have the amazing co-host here, Lola Turner, and we are going to jump into a few topics related to business. And don't worry, we always, always make sure you understand how this actually relates to your business. So today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic. We're going to be talking about top line versus bottom line, or better known as revenue versus profit. So really exciting. We're going to jump right into it all right now if you've ever been in any business meeting or you've ever talked with the bank or you've ever watched any business news you hear people saying things like top line and bottom line so what that simply means is your top line number it is looking at your income statement is the very very first line you see and usually that very first line is your revenue. revenue so that's pretty much just what are you selling? Like, I mean, whatever product you have or whatever service you have, the money that or the price that you are charging your customers, that makes up your top line. Now, on your bottom line, again, if you're looking at an income statement, it's usually the line that's at the bottom. And that is your net income, income. or mm-hmm. your profit after all of your expenses what do you have left over? And that is your bottom line. I've worked for, and and Lola's also worked for public companies before. Um, We've worked for a major Fortune 500 companies, some of the biggest companies in the world. And I've also worked with private companies. Now, when it comes to a publicly traded company, that's a company where their stock is traded on the stock market, one of the challenges that they have is you're trying to deliver on your top line because a lot of investors are looking at that number saying, are you hitting your revenue targets? Right. Now, sometimes what they're looking for is, hey, are you growing year over year, whether you have organic growth or year over year, over year growth or, month or quarter over quarter growth, whatever that is. So part of the time people are like, hey, we need to hit our sales number. And one of the decisions that they make, they'll give a discount. They'll say, hey, you know what? To hit our top line number or to hit our revenue number, we'll give the customers discounts if they buy it now. Sometimes when you are working for a company, Everybody is just talking about the top line. Not as many people are talking about the bottom line. Even when you go into privately held companies, when you start looking at companies that where they're 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 financed by venture capitalist funds, a lot of times, you know, they're looking for the top line to continue growing and being as big as possible because the more the top line grows, the more the valuation of the company grows. So where that's when you have situations like a company like Uber has very negative bottom line numbers. Like Uber making no money. They're losing money. Projecting <laughs> to continue losing money for like what, the next three years or something? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't looked to see what their last projection is, but they are actually negative on the bottom line. But because they had a decent top line, people were still buying the stock. There will be situations where, hey, if we have sales projections that we need to meet, especially if you're a public company, there's expectations from the market on, on you delivering a certain number. And if you're not at that number, there's going to be pressure to 
do different things, whether it's the the discounts um, or, you know, different incentives to increase that revenue. And oftentimes it's at the expense of your operating income. So just being mindful as a finance leader, providing that information to your business leaders to say, hey, this is what it looks like. If we do this, this is what the impact is going to be. So everyone's on the same page and everyone understands that. Yeah, because the truth of any business is you're always going to have competing metrics. Yes. I mean, because what you run into sometimes is that the sales team is pretty much they, their bonuses, their pay are based on what they sell. Exactly. They're not really, they're not really paid or their commission isn't based on the bottom line of the business because there are a lot of things that impact the bottom line that they don't control. Correct. So if their focus and their commissions are based on what they sell, you know what? They may say, Hey, you know what? To sell this product, hey, I may have to give a bigger discount or, you know, I may have to adjust the payment terms for this customer and they'll be able to make that sale and they will be able to move closer to their target. Now, for you as the CEO or whether you're at a a different strategic position in the company, you may be thinking about it. Hey, we have to think practically because if we aren't if we are not making money on the bottom line, then. And hey, we could be negatively impacting cash flow and we could be negatively impacting the overall price of the stock. So there you have one person who's rated just on the top line, which is a salesperson. Then you have another person who's like, well, I care about the bottom line. And so you have those competing, you know, I guess you'd say agendas in a lot of different businesses. So I think one of the things that we've seen to be very, very effective is when you start actually having different parameters around, if there is going to be a discount given on a product, it has to go through approvals or certain levels of approval if that discount goes over X percent. Right. And I think that helps keep the balance because another thing that um, another verse that you run into is yes, ca- negative cash flow is a factor. Um, but also just this is the money that's needed to continue running the business. Um, and I think that's an important factor. Yes, we can sell as much as we can, but if we don't have any money left to actually put back into the business, that becomes a challenge. And I think as businesses grow, oftentimes that's forgotten. Yeah. Because that's something that we've seen a lot of companies kind of struggle with, especially the smaller companies, because what they start doing is, you know, when you first start out, you know, you got to prove that you can sell your product. Right. Well, first you have to prove that you have a good product, product. Right. And once you prove and, and typically what that tends to happen is you start giving your product away for free to let people try it so you can start building up some people's confidence. Mm-hmm. And then when you've proven like, hey, we have a good product, now you're trying to sell it. Right. And some people they're like, hey, you know, I, I see your product works, but I'm still taking a chance on it. So they're like, hey, since you're getting in early, we'll give it to you at a lower price. Well, what happens a lot of times is companies will come out, they'll sell their product because they have to show some revenue mm-hmm. and they have to sh- get some sales. They, they, they set their price too low and people get used to paying that low price. Exactly. And then as time goes on, when they're like, okay, all right, now we want to reinvest to come out with the next generation of the product. 
The problem is, is that they no longer, I mean, I guess because their price is so low, they don't have enough money built into the price or the price isn't high enough to cover the, the cost, cost of the product, the cost of the business, and to reinvest back into the business. So what ends up happening is they don't have enough money to do the next generation product. Because with the number of disruptors out there, you're going to have to innovate your product. You're going to have to be more creative. You're going to have to be more innovative with how you do what you do. Now, when it comes down to investing in that, you can't just, you know, give your customers the exact same product and just throw a higher price on it. Eventually, they'll go somewhere else. Right. I mean, I've seen a restaurant try to do that where a restaurant was like, hey, well, we aren't making enough money. And they tried to increase their prices and people just started going to other restaurants. Right. Because it's like you don't have anything new to offer me. Yes. I mean, because that's what it comes down to. It comes down to value. It's just like, hey, if you're going to ask me to pay a higher price, what am I going to get in exchange for giving you more of my money? And then you have to ask yourself. Is it worth it? I mean, are you giving me enough value to justify me giving you an extra $30? Because if you're giving me something that's either exactly the same or something that's lower quality and you're asking for more money, I'm probably going to be like, you know what? If there's another option, I'll go with somebody else. I'm not going to give you more money for the same stuff or give you more money for lower quality stuff. Right. No, definitely agree. And I think that's why, you know, cell phones, when they come out with like, I think Samsung just released the S11 or whatever, 10, whatever it is. I can't even keep, keep track of it. But it's the little tweak. This is the new feature. Everything else about the phone may be exactly the same. Yeah. But then, I mean, now they have an excuse to charge you an additional $10, $20 a month for this phone. Obviously, revenue isn't the only contributor to your bottom line. There's yeah. other factors. Expenses are obviously a very big deal. But specifically for this episode, we really wanted to focus on revenue and how it impacts the bottom line. And, and I think a lot of times there's competing priorities, like you said, and competing metrics because there's a huge focus focus on revenue, but then at the same time, there's also a huge focus on the bottom line, or there should be a huge focus on the bottom line. And so just wanting to talk through that contrast and um, understand where you as a, as a business owner, and most importantly, as a professional who works within that, within finance, what you, what your role should be in aiding that conversation and making sure that you're prioritizing what you need to focus on. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say on that, I mean, is also as a, you know, a, as a business partner or as a leader in the business, you have to not be afraid to say no to some sales because there are some times where customers want you to to lower the price or you're like, hey, if we give a 50% discount, then, hey, we can close this deal. It's like, it's okay for you to say no to some deals. I think that's extremely important. That's a really good point. We had, uh, there was one customer that I came across, um, one of the companies that I worked for, and it was, the customer wanted 50% off, okay? And when we went back and looked at what how much the customer was actually bringing in in revenue, it was like below $50,000. Like they hadn't bought anything from us before. <laughs> so it's like, oh, now the customer was demanding a discount. And it's like, where, you know, if you, if, if you can compensate for it in volume to where you know that they're continuously buying, then, okay, you can consider and say, okay, you know what? Maybe to keep the relationship, let's consider the discount because we know that down the line, they're going to continue to bring business to us. But if this is a customer that's a one-time customer and they don't show any sort of probability of purchasing from you, then that might be one of the situations where you say no. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, because you have to think about it from your own business. It's like, you know, 
yes, if we make this sale, it will help the top line. But if it is not contributing enough profit to the bottom line, I mean, because when you think about it, you know, your, your sale has to cover the cost of the product, plus it has to cover some of the overhead costs exactly. of the business. Right. And then whatever's left over is what hits the bottom line. But if you're selling stuff and the prices that you're charging are so low that it's not enough flowing to the bottom line, then sometimes it might be okay to say, you know what, we don't need to sell our product at that price. Right. Because one is, it's not adding enough to the bottom line and it could be setting a bad precedent which means other people may be asking for that same level of discount and volume. So I think you have to think about your business is not only just making the sale, but you also want to think about your business and, hey, how is this going to perform on the bottom line? And that concludes another episode of the Business Talk Library. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can connect with us on any social media platform, Instagram at Business Talk Library, LinkedIn. You can follow the Business Talk Library hashtag. You can also connect with us on Facebook and YouTube searching for Business Talk Library. If there's any topics that you would like addressed or any questions you have about your business or your career path that you would like for us to answer on the show, feel free to shoot us a note on any of those platforms and we will try our best to get to them. Remember, keep it simple. Oh.